certainly this is one thing I do know, and it is that Jesus is the way. Good evening, dear listener. It is that time, Sunday evening again, and your dial is on 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred Mark Davis. Well, time is quite spent. Let me apologize for the late start of the program. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do what I normally do. So we'll just introduce the uh, topic for our conversation and we'll begin it right away. I hope you have told a friend to tell another friend and keep the chain of inviting people to listen to this program on Broken. Uh, this evening we would like to uh, try as much as possible within our means to look at this particular subject that uh, seems to get everybody up and standing uh, in our peaceful nation. Our educational system appears to have come under a certain attack and would like to uh, give every one of our listeners and put at our disposal instruments of empowerment. You know, as Christians, what does God expect of us and um, what are we supposed to do? I'll simply begin with the scripture in Proverbs chapter 22, verse number 6, a very, very popular scripture we quote and to become a guidance for our parents. It says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Let me introduce my studio guest and then we'll be able to go into the conversation right away. Well, uh, I've missed him for about two weeks, but today he's back here again. Reverend Sefas Hewudamate, my cardinal. Good evening. Yes, Good evening, my brother. How it's are you, sir? I'm doing very, very well. It's wonderful to see you. Yeah, it's been a while. Great. It's been quite a while, but you're very, very welcome. I hope your Sunday was good. Yeah, just okay. Very cool. Thank you very much. Well, Reverend, um, I mean, Professor Dan Darko, uh, this is the second time I'm having you on the show. The first time was such a wonderful time, and you're welcome from Massachusetts, and uh, uh, welcome to Ghana as well. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Fred. It's good to have you. Uh, you came with a very wonderful friend of yours, uh, Reverend Bob Witted. Yeah, is that right? Yes. Uh, thank you very much. You're also very, very welcome. Thank you. It's good uh, to be here. Uh, great. Uh, how have you seen the country so far? Is this your first time? No, it's my third time. Whoa. Third time. Uh, I'm sure you have a Ghanaian name. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but my friend will give me one shortly. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, uh, Professor uh, Dandako, let me begin with you. Sure. In whose, whose responsibility is it to train their children? That is a very good question, Reverend Fred, and thank you again for having me. Uh, wonderful having the Cardinal himself once again here. Yes, I hope well, I'm not able to answer the questions. <laughs> the Cardinal will step in and clarify everything. <laughs> now, on, on a question of whose responsibility is it to raise the children, I think there are two key areas that we always want to think about and take seriously. One is parenting. Mm. Parents cannot defer their responsibilities of raising children to institutions or to some kind of a social organization to do that. So parents will have to take their responsibilities seriously. So that's the first part. The second part is children live, as also their parents, in societies. Mm. So society also raises children. Mm. Society raised children by the norms and the values we put in place 
that is reinforced and the things that society do not value that often is punished or looked down upon to reinforce the good qualities that society would like to espouse. So <clears throat> two, I would say two central pillars is the parental role and the wider social responsibility <clears throat> of helping to raise Is there an overlap? Uh, oh, yes. does, does the government in a certain way overlap into the societal remit? Uh, this is, uh, let's go back to the age of Aristotle. Okay. If we talk about government, nowadays we talk about government as if it's an entity divorced from uh, what is going on in the home and mm. all that. Mm. In, in the ancient, uh, from Plato to Aristotle down to us yeah. trying to practice democracy, the government is the institution we have put together okay. to establish the norms and values that we would like to see in our society. Okay. Organize institutions from which we can develop policies mm. and enforce the policies to help us have organized social structure. So government cannot see itself doing things as if government is working mm. against the interests of the people. The people choose government to represent their values, okay. government functions for the betterment of the people. Thank you very much. But still staying on you on the first part of the, your answer that um, parenting has to be critically looked at. Yeah. Where educational institutions have been set up and the parents are either benefiting by the sponsorship that they come through scholarships and whatever they give to get their children to go into those educational institutions. Yeah. If the parent is depending to a certain degree on uh, the government or whoever is sponsoring the educational system, how does that deny the parent the opportunity to raise or train up their children? I think there is something inferred in that uh, question you ask. As if government has the power, the authority, and the resources mm. to determine whether parents have needs to be met or not. Mm. Those parents and the wider society choose people in government. Okay. The government is not an entity apart from the people. Okay. And that is why if the government set up either policies, scholarships, whatever, in a way that goes against the interests of the people who voted them into office, they should by all means vote them out. Mm, yes. The people should represent them. And anytime they fail to represent them, they become entities on their own, represent mm. representatives of themselves. Mm, mm. And so when that happens, well, parents will need to do their part at home. But when that happens, the members in the government mm. can behave as if they have a particular power and leverage okay. to get the people to do their bidding. I don't mm. think that scholarship in any way should determine why taxpayers' money should be spent by Our people. Sponsorship grants and, yeah. you know, the, the, the one who's paying is calling the shots. It doesn't have to be. Mm. It, it doesn't have to be. That is why even at the micro level, 
That is why some gifts have to be rejected. If the, the gift come with some You're strings. hitting the nail. At, exactly. That, it, there. It, but it, before I mean, you continue, dear listener, your dial is on 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred McDavis. Uh, let me go ahead and let you know that our WhatsApp line is open. We are quite interactive. You can be sending your questions and contributions. And also we are live on Facebook. The address facebook.com forward slash city973 and city spelled c-i-t-i 973 i'll come back uh, to you while you take a breather and let me give um reverend bob white quitted uh, an opportunity to um re react to some of the things you said or if he has anything to say but i'd also like to ask this question Train up the child the way he should go. I know that children go through a growth procedure. And we are going to train our children as they grow with particular introductions to certain things as life mm -hmm. allows them to grow. Sure. Um, if it is the responsibility of the parent to be introducing their, their whatever they want to teach their child at what time or what level of growth they have attained, where comes all this from whoever, either the government or any sponsor? That's a great question. I think that um, the what uh, my colleague mentioned a few moments ago is really important, that we don't um, give away our rights. Uh, but the parents also have to take their responsibility in that. They know their children better than anybody else. Uh, they're their children's best classroom is going to be watching their parents. Mm. So what is modeled in the home in terms of their values mm. and how they see their parents interacting, how they see uh, husbands honoring wives and mm. wives honoring husbands mm. is going to be the first and most important, especially as they're young and are growing. Then it's uh, really the parents' opportunity to uh, step in and begin to explain things to our children. We tell our kids a lot of things, like okay. don't touch that, don't yeah. do this. Yes. But for us to begin to have conversations, they're going to have conversations at school. Mm. Uh, and some parents, um, depending on the topic, then get nervous, like, okay. oh no, I'm yes. I don't want to touch this one, so I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Once you give it to someone else, you have lost the high ground in terms of now, you, you deciding what is important. You just mentioned the shying away uh, on the part of certain parents, where at a certain point in time, certain parents don't feel too comfortable mm. to talk to their children about what we'll be dealing with uh, that we have on our uh, uh, sleeves now, comprehensive sexual education. Mm. If parents at a certain point in time are not too comfortable or they are shy or whatever the reason is, are not able to talk to their children about the, com I mean, sexuality, mm. isn't whoever is helping now doing us good? Well, it depends on who's helping. Right? <laughs> the, uh, once you, yeah, once you've opened the door and you have allowed somebody, you know, when you don't want to go through the door yourself, mm then whoever's foot is the one that gets in the door <laughs> owns the door. Exactly. And you then can't complain mm. when they decide to come in. So that, that, uh, That's how serious it gets yeah. when we become shy or we shy away from w doing what we are supposed right. to do. Yeah, I mean, at, at home sometimes, especially with dads, I, I call it sometimes 
when things are hard, you still have to dad up mm. and do what when things are hard, you still have to dad up, dad up and okay. be a dad mm. and do mm. do your job uh, mm. with your kids or moms step up and mom up. Yeah. And uh, but ultimately together, you know, to be able to uh, express yourself and your kids then see what is important to you. And, you know, in the area of sexuality, if you're going to allow somebody else to decide and define that, mm. then it's really hard. Once you've started down that road, mm. it's really hard to reel it back in yes. because then you become the antagonist uh, and saying, oh, no, no, what they told you, don't believe that. You know, it's much better for them to have learned that from you right from the start. Mm. And then whatever else somebody else is adding in becomes conversation becomes conversation well um just to go a little back on what you said among our children they have conversations themselves and they, they talk about things i am sure certain parents don't even know what their children are talking about isn't these i mean aren't some of these things one of the reasons or many among reasons why uh, some of these things are coming up where people want to help parents who are not dadding up or momming up Oh, for sure. I mean, when kids get together and talk, many times it is a great pool of ignorance mm. that is all, uh, mm. that, you know, mm. it's, then it becomes whatever is rumor or whoever is most popular then is setting the agenda. And, and folks don't always, you know, they, they don't know all the answers. Mm. Uh, and so, again, it's, it's the opportunity for the parents. But I think it's also an opportunity for the church. The church gets very queasy mm. talking about some of these topics mm. Mm. until it's time for us to complain about it. Okay. Uh, but okay. for the opportunity we for the church We end up complaining be, about what we are not willing to talk about. Right. And so if the church wants to stick its head in the sand and act like this conversation isn't important, when you pull your head out, you can't complain about the conversation. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so I think there are great opportunities for the church to also... Um, uh, speak to these values and to not only speak directly to the kids, mm. but also to their parents, to, to help parents through what many parents look at as sort of a frightening hurdle mm. uh, and an uncomfortable conversation. Thank you very much, dear listener. We are still on 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred McDavis. As I said earlier on, the WhatsApp line is open 054-998-6996. Once your comments start coming through, we'll be able to um, access them and re respond to them as well. Reverend Sefas here, Wudamati, you're welcome once again. Thank you, boss. I, I, it it Thank appears you. as if I've missed you for a whole year. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, you had our friend here, uh, Wisdom. Yes. Sharing yes. some thoughts of wisdom. Very, so I, mean, I listened yes. a few times. <laughs> Thank it you It was refreshing much. to have him too. Mm. Good friend. Yeah. Thanks for all of that. Um, isn't this thing more serious than we think it is? Because um, I'm asking this question about how serious it is uh, based on the fact that it goes beyond just helping the children, I mean, introducing children to sexuality. But what parents would have taught their children to be sex, these children will be introduced to something more than that. Isn't, aren't we dealing with a demon? Oh, not exactly. Um, probably, to an extent. Um, of course, they, both the Christian and Muslim um, leadership have referred to it as satanic. So that's nice. 
you know, so maybe I'll, I'll aim in that one for now. <laughs> but beyond that, you know, um, you see, in the normal day-to-day -day life, the educational system is what we've had, and they've trained all of us, and they will keep training us for a long time to come. It's too late for parents to take full charge of their children now because um, the average parent is out of the door, sometimes even before the kids go to school. Mm. And mm. Um, the kids are asleep before the parent comes back. Mm. So in many ways, you know, um, it's, it's a bad avalanche coming down on us. Mm. But the thing is this, these are not normal issues and these yeah. are not normal times. The normal issue when we have a little hitch with one teacher of the calf here or another teacher of the calf there, or an official here, a little ab abuse of a, a, you know, a, a, an underage child and all that, those are norms. And they, I think as long as we stay sinners and we have the Bible and constitutions, it will keep playing itself out. What we are dealing with now is an agenda mm -hmm. that is bigger than us. Mm -hmm. And what complicates the problem is the classic hypocrisy of leadership. And I speak politically. Wow. Because, wow. look, it's above them. We, we, we love, you know, go and check. And I think our morning show guys are the best to do this for us. Almost every time there's something new to, to agree on, Ghana wants to be the first to sign it. <laughs> we, we have this compulsive urge mm. to be the top signers or among the top three. And it's what, in a sense, leads to some of these things. Mm. Mm. But there is also a snack, you know, and you can understand it. Because, you see, um, we are not really sovereign. And I speak for Africa, about Africa, not wow. just Ghana. Yes, we are not These really sovereign. Because look, you have, a technical, you have a technical gun on the head of our leadership. You need this thing. We're going to do it for you. But we're advancing this course. You sign to it. You want 20,000. We're sending you 45,000. But all you have to do is sign. We're not even going to meet the condition. But just do the paper. But do this for us. And they bring it to us. They don't pocket everything. So... Well, not all. So we have a problem that is bigger than us. The problem we are dealing with now is in terms of the, and I don't know what this thing, the C, whatever, S, yeah. and an E. Go. Comprehensive Look, it, sexual it, it's not education. restricted to Ghana. Pretoria, South Africa, their churches are up in arms against this. Let's, let's not even stay there. Back to uh, where our, our brother and our brothers come from. <laughs> the United States. There are states and there are school systems that have been up in them years back about the Bible being shut down, prayer being knocked out of the school system and teaching other things. And now <clears throat> this new CSE thing, people are against it. There are families, there are school boards that are really against it. So it's not like um, all of America has gobbled it up. It's not like all of Europe has gobbled it up. So there is a higher thing than our leadership. Mm. And I think it was fair for them to actually seek our support. And say, oh, really? This is it. They didn't do that. So I think, but you know, when you are trained to lie, and you lie successfully, um, you, it will replicate in everything you do. But here's the other side of the story. We are all at fault. Mm. And it's very shameful that we stretch our hands at probably... A sitting yes, leadership. Yes, yes but, by no, but by no cardinal. Yeah, let, let, let me let, just yes, do yes, this. I, I think that it's about our children. Mm. So let me be here responsible for what I say. I'm saying that it's a very serious issue. Mm. And I also think that let's be fair to our leaders. I, I sincerely do not believe that we have a serious leader in government today 
who will understand what this thing entails and say go and do it mm. i don't think so. Mm. so so i think that we are not fair to them because look we all get things to read we've all signed things pastor fred yeah 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 our yeah, producer yeah, here yeah. we've all signed things that if they came and showed us what it meant tomorrow we wouldn't have we wouldn't I, believe I, I, we signed yeah, on to yeah, it yeah so i think and for me that should be understood mm. because you see now it goes to previous government this is a un thing yeah and we are members of the united nations our president just went and stood at his meet his yeah, moment had, 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 all yeah, the guys were yeah, there yeah he addressed he addressed yeah, and yeah. It's, it's going on so mm. it's a long thing so i just wanted to understand that we have a bigger issue the same place where we used to have our, our good good things this has emerged thank god that we are not the first to notice it mm. other african countries notice it. i think yeah. that's how come some of our guys here were smart to pick what is going on and mm. then they've talked about it mm. so i i think the idea to blame i don't want to be part of that <laughs> that's why i wanted to get it clear yeah, that look so it, that, yeah. It, yeah because i i get you we I need to you. understand that as first mm. but having understood that even today the president spoke in kumasi one of the catholic churches yeah and he really was strong strong i think he spoke uh, from what i've read he spoke he spoke very firmly that not joining his president this is not going to happen he's not going to sign on to anything that we don't like we have saying to things we don't know even as individuals you buy a car you go to dvle you're saying things you are not aware of mm -hmm. you, you know i remember once um dv dv plate and then you have a book you have to sign on yeah there were things like, i think who's going to write this whole thing <laughs> so when they arrest okay. you and they said this is okay. wrong yeah. then you wake up to it so i mm. think we should understand that side having understood that we may have had things something may have slipped in thank mm. god we are aware okay okay and we might be strong in our awareness mm. and be defined in a rejection of what we so, don't so want we are dealing with something exactly that is very, but very you know we are serious. good the blame game must die mm. because this could have, have happened to anybody we have to stop blaming the blame and in stopping but, that mm. let me add this we have values he said i i wanted to go there good, you know, let's because do it. We, we, we we have to now right. look at the values and the cultures okay yeah. please do before we yeah, begin to look say at that you know we talk about family and nation mm. now we are also dealing with globalization yeah right now if you look at the document which i read this afternoon okay there are a few things to observe in the document. The, ob uh, the document appealed to conventions and norms, international conventions mm. and norms mm. that Ghana signed up to. Way back. Way, way back. Okay. In that sense, the document is not necessarily putting forward things that were not already known. Whoa. in the government circles exactly what he's saying so now we are trying to participate in the global framework mm -hmm. that global framework with a lot of come with a lot of manipulation and power game to be able to create a place where people can move freely function the, freely. the, the bible and student in me wants me to ask but i'll try and put some breaks yeah. on myself whether so, we are seeing the unfolding of the fulfillment of prophecy but before we push this whole thing yeah. there now every ethnic group you know grow within a certain culture where they build their uh, value systems yeah. their norms and yeah. all of that who should tell who what their norms and values should be. I think I think this is where in African countries, I like to say, and I've said it on uh, this particular station a few times, a place like Ghana had independence, but 
we are still colonized in our minds. <laughs> and in our hearts to an extent. You only need to live in London and then you come to Ghana mm. and see how arguments are made and, and policies are formulated and you realize that we are replicating exactly what is going on with Westminster. I mean, mm. it's, I mean it's, it's sometimes funny, but it shouldn't be funny. Mm. I think that, yes, we need to participate in what is going on in the global landscape. But the very fact that Ghana is not as economically strong as certain nations is not the reason why we should compromise our value system. Mm, mm. I think there are conventions that we all have to agree on internationally to make the world function well. Mm. There are certain things like this comprehensive uh, sexual education yeah. system that can be negotiated. Members on the table would understand what Ghanaians will not buy into. Okay. If people will raise that, or even if they will agree on a document just on the idea stage and say, when it comes to implementation, there are certain things, certain mechanisms we have to put in place to, to make it work for our people. I think that could also be done. And I must say that we want to be careful not to demonize the politicians. Mm. Because when I read that document, what struck me is that for years, party after party have signed up yep. to international conventions and norms on this same subject mm. with this same note. This is not new. Exactly. Unless you don't read the document carefully. Thank you. I follow from the top to all the appendixes carefully. I mean, they, they are not saying anything new. But the question is, how would it work for Ghana? Maybe this time around they are pushing a little harder. I, I don't think so. I mean, no, because the, the, we are not, it's now time impl implementation. So now mm. we see the reality, you know? Yeah. I think the document on the surface is not provocative. Mm. So that is why I kept wondering what the reaction in Ghana is. And I think the reaction could be in two areas. Okay. One is the age at which the document states sexual education. Yeah, because what, what some of us... And not only that, there is more. Mm. And then the other one that is not stated in the text at all is our African consciousness pertaining to the subject of homosexuality. The document does not actually put that forward. Mm. But it seems to be a subtext that we are afraid of. So if, as a nation, we are having robust conversations yeah. about our value systems, how we promote them, holding our politicians accountable... Then, when it comes to some of these things, there are certain international conventions that they will sign. Yeah. But they may also make it clear that in the way they can implement it in their countries, certain things will not work. Okay. And people okay. will have to know that countries are sovereign. All members of the United Nations are sovereign, sovereign countries. Nations. Yeah. So there are some things that will not work on the people. If you impose on them, mm. you actually undermine democracy. Okay. Well, before yeah, you we know, go can ahead. I can I I want to okay. add one to that. You know, that's fact. That's <laughs> factual. Kindly, kindly be brief. Yeah, sure. That's factual. Except that you know, in reality, that mm. is partly it doesn't work. See, the guys have agenda they want to set. They set, wow. and that's what I I alluded to that, and I'm adding to what he said. Yeah. They will come up and say we don't want to do this, and that's how like Mugabe, especially, was having the issue with the gay lesbian mm. thing. With mm. I remember Obama's time. The point is that there are things you also need because we are not taking care of our resources. We we chopping all the money. 
Mm. And so we have to go and get all these loans and all these grants. And I'm saying that when it's time, when you say you are suffering, they're yeah. fine. So hold on to the paper. <laughs> the paper is waiting. Then you have your needs. Are you trying to raise, you know, maybe, you know, a bond and all that stuff? Mm. So that is when they get you. Yeah. When they're very vulnerable, mm. when there's so much in need, and the economy is going, the ECG is going down, or whatever it is, and you need money to All shore the up the system. The exactly, government. you need the backup mm. funding. They say, look, we want to support you. The reason why it keeps going because we realize that these guys have it mm. because they sign on to it. Mm. You have not signed on to it, and if you can get this done, you have your stuff. If you can, so get so this, then you see, so sovereignty have. is redefined. Mm. So democracy works as long as it pleases somebody who is who you are going in. That's why it's no good to be in need. Mm, mm. Because they use it against us all the time. They're going to do that against us all the time. We may have to start looking at how to fix our own issues. Well, dear listener, your dial is still on 97.3 City FM. Our WhatsApp line is open. Um, you can send your comments, your questions to 054-998-6996. We are also live on Facebook. The address facebook.com forward slash city973 I'll be coming to Reverend Whitted for a sh I mean within a short time but we have Urea from Legon who says it's okay to blame perhaps we didn't know before signing That's now right. that we know the bearing of knowledge um, what are we doing uh, leaders take the space to defend the wrong we should accept it was an error and our part on our part, uh, but not defend and especially not to politicize it. If it's bad, it's bad. Imagine the children, culture, morals, 10, 20 years from now with this CSE. Now, you see that word, the first word, the, um, CSE, what's the first word? Comprehensive. You know what comprehensive means? You're yes. really going deep. Yes. I mean, now, we're taking it now, if, um, with understanding. We've all known about sex education. They have a new one called sexuality. That's what mm. they teach you with the comprehensive. Mm. They are telling kids, your emotions are natural. Yes. Explore them, whatever yes. it is. And, and it, it is, you see, it's only when you start, you, you start to apply. And it's for the very people who study who went to their workshops. Mm. And the, But we don't want to go there. I'm saying that we have to decide what we don't want. And, mm. you know, I have very prominent economists talking about Christian can don't tell us what to do. We can. Oh, yes, yes we can tell you what to do. we can. But, but let me tell you this. It's not about Christianism, about Muslims. Mm. It's about weaving. We talked about culture as Ghanaians. Yeah. And about the thing that run in the fabric of our society, mm. that we have rules. Look, um... Okay, so I have, a, I have a feeling to shoot. So I start shooting. We have guys who no, go to the academy. No, no, no if, if so, I don't start shooting. So what I'm man. just saying is that <laughs> I'm saying that we need to recognize where the influx is and deal yeah. with it. Okay. You understand? Okay, no, I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back to you. Um, Reverend Waited, yes. is the word of God not true? Um, all these that we are now grappling with, hasn't God given us the answers in his word what happened why did we uh compromise on his word has it not always been true i think it's always been true i think um it does come back to sort of our sinful mm. nature too is we have always been wrestling with god mm. uh and uh you know there are always times where man's first instinct is that i've got a better idea yeah uh, or 
um, God didn't mean it that way. Uh, and we're always trying to sort of redefine that and uh, to find some way that um, maybe we look to see and think that God's word needs to be made relevant. Um, Henry Nouwen, uh, was a, a theologian, uh, said that you know, one of the great dangers for the church is uh, seeking after relevancy because mm. our relevancy is found only in Christ. Mm. Uh, mm. That is what makes us the power of Christ. And so, you know, for us to um, uh, want to skate around uh, th some of the issues as opposed to looking at it biblically, I mean, that, that is the foundation. Mm -hmm. uh, that is the foundation. One of the things I've loved about Ghana when I come here is to see how um, vibrant the church is. Mm. You are an inspiration to me as an American pastor Man. to see the vibrancy of the church here or even to know that on a radio station of this stature, a conversation like this is taking place okay. led by leaders of the church. Mm. I mean, that's a great thing. And so, you know, the church in Ghana has a voice mm. that within Ghana is much louder, I believe, than the church's voices in the United States. Wow. So, um, you know, hold fast to God's word and don't feel like you need to cede your ground. Mm. Um, you know, uh, be the church. Okay, be, be, the church. be the church. Certainly God has always been right. Prof, what are some of the um, steps parents can follow now in relation relating to our children at as they grow up which we, we don't want to uh, relinquish that to the teacher or to I mean what should we do I think what we are still while we are still wrestling with this CSC document and how it is implemented I think it's very very important for both parents and pastors to begin to observe that Part of our biggest challenge is as Christians, we have not lived up to the Christian character that is expected of us. Mm. We have compromised our own integrities, integrity, and morally we have fallen short in many ways. Mm. And so when we fall short morally, we defer moral judgment to the wrong people to make those decisions. When you talk For, about moral judgment, I mean, I will, I, will, I, will, I will allow you to continue. Yeah. But it appears as if any time you talk about morality or moral lifestyle or what we were taught growing up in church, the world seems to frown on it, yet they still want to teach us. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about the, the issue of sexuality. How often do you find human sexuality issues being addressed in our churches? Mm. Mm. And how often do you find even our leadership falling short in observing basic sexual boundaries, living in a space of sexual decency? I think parents will have to make good choice on where you fellowship mm. and who educates your children in the church setting. As Christians, we need healthy environment for the children to grow. It is not enough to hear words. Mm. It is important to them to observe, for the children to observe leaders and how they lead. We talk about corruption. Think about the, the culture of giving and how it has become in our country. Mm. Talk about issue of prophecy and manipulation. Talk about education, for example. People imposing mm. titles on themselves. Yes. People who have not finished first degrees are now doctors in the system. Now, these are all moral issues. 
So when we fail morally and we get into a situation that politicians are trying to bring in some global norms and all that, even if we don't like it, we don't actually have the moral integrity to be had. Mm. So I think parents have to choose a right place of fellowship. Second, parents want to be parents because the internet will raise the children if mm. you don't be a parent. Oh, you're introducing the other thing into this so conversation. If you are afraid of CSE, the internet <laughs> has more than CSE to mm. offer those children. Mm. If, you are, if you are afraid of CSE, the television stations that they can access free of charge is teaching them more than CSE. So let's be careful about not overreacting. There are some things that parents have to teach their children. Mm. And then I go, I'll go as far as to say, we have assemblymen, we have political platforms that instead of demonizing every detail of the CSC, perhaps a healthy posture is to say, let's have conversation about it okay. with the politicians. Mm. Why am I saying this? Because you can debate this until a point where you have become so antagonistic that you have lost your right to be heard and they will implement it anyway. Mm, mm, so finding your voice at the table, sitting in that room for that conversation to be heard, will get your voice heard. They will have, be socially engaged. If you're a parent, don't be apathetic. The other thing is I like to say in this country, I lived and I worked here in America. In Ghanaians think they work a lot. We work. Mm, yeah, <laughs> we work. I mean, we you hit the road and you work, 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 work. Because of that, some of our children have gone wayward. Don't learn that from us. Mm. We prioritize making money above our responsibilities as parents. So let's find ways to be there for mm. our children. That let the children get to know us and our values. If you are a pastor, let the children in the church get to know you as a person mm. of integrity. If you are a spiritual mentor, don't. it is not only when it comes to sex. The lies we tell, mm. how much we steal from people. I mean, we take advantage of people as if there is no sense of conscience. Mm. So I think that as parents, there are some places we need to begin. Because the internet, CSE, it's not <laughs> as powerful as instrument as the as the internet. I yes, I, yeah. I accept the legitimate concern and all that. I think we should come to the table and have conversation with people in Ministry of Education, the politicians, not in a shouting match. Mm. Reasonable dialogue. Because the document doesn't say things that are provocative. Okay. The subtest is what we are re reacting to. You see, and let's is... lock the subtest out of that okay. with conversation. Okay. So that they cannot bring the subtest into the mainstream mm. when they start implementation. Anyone who reads the document will laugh at the conversation we are having. Mm. Because the document doesn't have the things we are talking about. We are responding to the subtest. Okay. Let's get to the conversation and then lock block all those subtests for being implemented. And we'll be happy. 
Okay, thank you very much, dear listener. Your dial is on 97.3 City FM. As I said earlier on, it is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred Mark Davis. And we are having a conversation on comprehensive sex, uh, sexual uh, education. Um, Cardinal, why is it that when it comes to talking about or dealing with sexuality, comprehensive sex, uh, sex education and all of this, we want to revert to our culture. W why is it so? Well, okay. Now, let me, quickly, let me quickly add this, that the Ministry of Education has alluded to the fact that when a certain document came to cabinet, they did not sign to it. They must have seen something wrong with it, but that's why they didn't sign to it. Mm -hmm. The president has uttered today that it will not be done. Uh, and indeed, Moses Fuyamoni said, it's not enough that they are not signing it, but they must fully have it withdrawn. There must be something there. You know, when you start applying things, and when you have people in a workshop, you will not tell them, we all know this, like if I'm having a workshop, dog, you're having a professor's class, you have five pointers. So when people sign to it, it's nothing. But when you start giving the breakdown to the teachers, the trainers, who are, those, you are, those you are teaching to go and train people, things start emerging. That is where this issue came from. That, wow, it really is that it? No, we can do this. Because they were Christians, they were Muslims, teachers today. It's not about Christianity. So that is one. But here's the thing. You know, as, as a nation, you can't impose your Christian beliefs on those who are not Christians. Yeah. You can't impose your Muslim beliefs on, on those, those who are, are non-Muslims. Non if I'm an atheist, you can't impose your whatever beliefs atheist you have, traditional yeah. beliefs, on me. But there are things that are fabric of our society. Um, even as much as it's in the Bible that I shall not steal, constitutionally speaking, we don't teach and encourage that. Yeah. There's something against um, raping somebody, or mm -hmm. having, you know, and there's also something against not controlling our passions very well. There is a reason why um, they tell we, we, though even when we are growing up as kids, yeah. there's a reason why when a young boy and a young girl, five, seven, or eight, they are seen in a certain situation, we are disciplined. As young kids, because can I can I just sure. say something? I remember growing up watching the television. You know when to wake up. Hey, I cable. You will go. I mean, our homes. You know that at this time, when this thing is coming, when this intros intro for this program starts, nobody will tell you that you should leave because experience time. But of course, as Doc, as Prof alluded to, we lost all that with the internet. You know, and you remember when I mentioned some time ago about growing kids, and I remember I think I was with Doctor Pipia, mm. and I said John, and I was saying that my nephew uh, my little nephew yeah, at the yeah, time yeah, went yeah, to school remember, remember. and he was told that there's worm in wine yeah 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 and exactly. the concept was that he shouldn't take alcohol, take alcohol. Yeah. so the f six five six year old boy was told not to that there's worm you know when you drink when you, you know yeah, you when, drink wine, you, you, when yeah, you get worms, worms in your tummy so yeah. once i was in a communion service and he took him for the bread, but the one he will never take it. <laughs> it if it's cooked, fine. What, and, you, and I, like I said, well, it was an extreme thing, as I told yeah. you. He's now a, 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 a criminal lawyer in yeah, London. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, let's, but, let's, let's but the point I'm driving is that there is something, something between the parent and the teacher that is unique. Mm. So, and that is partly why there's an uproar. And even if the uproar, and the rise against this thing is wrong. It is good that even if they were wrong to raise hell, it was great they raised it because you see, when it comes to children, we must err on the side of securing their future. Mm, mm. So 
and the message is clear. We are saying that I am even delaying teaching my son to love a woman because he's not grown yet. Mm. Don't tell my son that he can have passion for another boy. Mm. Don't tell my daughter that she can have passion for another girl. Mm. Don't tell my son that, uh, uh, you know, he can, if he feels like it, he can have sex with another guy. I don't want them to be trained that way. In fact, even for my child, I don't want to teach them that at an early age. Mm. Because it's too early. There are things we have to teach them. What is What comprehensive thing about sex are you going to teach a seven-year-old child? What have you taught them about one plus one, two plus two, seven plus seven? Reverend, let so, me so, something. So, come, one moment. So, I'm just saying that we have issues. We, are, we can't make it with the children. Mm. I, have, I have a 23. I have an 18. The one who just went to uh, yeah, the university. I, I have um, a 15. They are ahead of us. Mm. I'm just saying, try as we can. They are ahead of us. And so, yes, we need help and the help support of the teachers. But these concerns came from teachers who had gone to training. Yeah. Yeah, they Which were the I ones mean, who, were, say, who, who, who raised the alarm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I would say that is a legitimate issue to raise. And I think that we should continue to push back on, at the implementing, implementation stage things that are not rolling out well, definitely. But I also want to be in a national conversation to tone things down a little bit. Yeah, When important. you go to the document, one of the observations you make is when they talk about a person being four to eight, mm. they actually spell out clearly the kind of education that should be given. So the parameters is almost to say that should be age appropriate. And they, they have charts that they produce. The, the, but the, the problem the only, is... The, the only issue I'm having here is I don't have the details of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. but it can but be trusted. who determines what is appropriate to who's, I mean, to a child at that age? You see, that is... See, we uh, all uh, agree that that should have... The conversation has, would have, should have started ahead. Okay. We all agree okay. with that. Right. I am just saying that we, when we are responding to a document, mm. we need to make sure that we are responding to the document. Okay. For example... The document, even if it's a pretense, is creating age-appropriate education and is suggesting that, even if it's a pretense. Okay. So when it comes to the implementation stage, the Christian, the Muslims, the religious values mm. can push back if what is being presented as age-appropriate does not match with our cultural values and morals mm. but we want to at the very least okay pay attention to the document we are reacting to because mm. in a conversation like this it can be so heated that we all will say we are talking about a document mm. but 90 percent of the conversation may not even be it, 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 it may be flamed up passions and that's right dealing with something and that if you do that you don't accomplish anything, anything for long yeah in fact thank you very much well uh, time is uh, quickly running out but reverend waited the excess that this whole thing appears to be heading towards where some of us are hearing that the child will be taught to choose their sex try this try that some of the things i'm not bold enough to mention on my show where are we going <laughs> we're Going in the wrong direction is where we're headed. <laughs> I like but that. The, uh, Very busy. Oh yeah, yeah. And Very you know, uh, listening like one of the 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 challenges 
I, I think that Ghana has is you know, your national system is everything is top down. Mm. You know, in the United States, we have a federal system. Okay, yeah. So yeah, local, the yeah. local towns. I just uh, m myself and the voters in my town of five thousand people. Mm. We choose the, the school board, and they work for us. Okay. Uh, and so there is more local control. But you can mm -hmm. see how um, you know once that gets seated, uh, um, you know you can very easily get away. And here mm. it feels like people are fearing. Um, what is not being said much more than anything that it's already being written down, you know. But uh, uh, my uh, Gordon colleague here, uh, Dr. Darko, was also really correct in terms of parents. You know, if you if you're worried about what the school is going to teach, you have to the internet. Yeah, I mean, there's a void there because sexual education is going to happen, and it's a matter of as who is going to be the instructor. Yeah. Uh, and if it, I mean, the internet, kids, if they have a cell phone that has the internet, they can find their education mm. on there. Mm. You know, mm. parents, uh, what we bring in, we, we're kidding about cable TV. You know, we con we're concerned about what comes in. We pay to invite it in. Mm. It doesn't mm. just show up at our house. Yeah. So there, you, you got the internet into your house by yourself. Yeah. There, you and and uh, so there are certain <clears throat> decisions that we that we're making that we have to figure out, you know, they're not all bad things. But as parents, there are ways that we can build fences around the bad things and raise our kids uh, in, a, in a way that reflects, you know, our values mm -hmm. and, and our norms so that they might know, you know, as for me and my house, we will serve so the Lord. We will serve this the is, Lord. These are the values that we live by. It is not the values that your friends down the street and their families live by. But this is how we live. And, you know, for, kids need to hear that. But more importantly, kids have to see that. Mm, because mm. otherwise it is just words. Kids need to hear that. But more importantly, they want to see it acted in their homes. They want to see mommy and daddy. I don't know whether it's appropriate for me to ask this. But as if uh, from the little I've gathered, the document they are trying to push on us is not scientifically right because uh, it doesn't show us the regret rate, uh, the suicide rate, you know, after people, children or people who have been introduced to some of these things when they grow up and discover that they entered into some of these things too early, now they wish they did not. Now, Like Adam and Eve in the garden, I wish my eyes never opened, I wish I never touched the fruit God said we shouldn't touch. Yeah, I'll be hesitant to say scientific right or wrong. One of the things academics we do is intentional omission. So <laughs> if, if we are presenting facts and we want to persuade an ignorant public, mm. we can decide to, to minimize the demerits or even obscure... <laughs> is that what you've been doing all this uh, while? No, <laughs> sharing, no, I'm just trying to... Crossboard. I'm just Something trying to share with you what academics I, I, I feel educated. I also think that the, what the document is trying to do is to say we are in a global space educating our children to function in a global landscape. <laughs> and they are trying to promote certain norms and values that they think may be able to prepare these young people to meet global challenges. <sighs> what the document does not do, as you rightly point out, Reverend, 
is the pitfalls that certain things that are not named in the document, but during the implementation stage, yeah. things that are introduced that have caused more problems. So when we talk about sex education, what specifically do we mean by X? Those things the document does not mention. And it is true that in some places where some of those systems were pushed forward, they have resulted in children being distressed. Yeah. Uh, they have resulted in she said rich, making you know that, you know? children exposed to things they, do, they wouldn't like to be exposed. Uh, teenagers in their puberty, uh, they have resulted in confusing some of them about mm -hmm. what their sexuality really is mm -hmm. and all those. But the document, I don't think, intends to expose those pitfalls. It aims in a kind of... Um, grand way mm. to say if we push this forward and becomes part of education system it will do something and by what we have not mentioned here too is true some parts of the things in the document when they are implemented will make our children self-aware okay will give them good grounding with basic sex education they will be able to call out people who want to violate their sexual privacy at any space they will be able to equip them to identify what sexual abuse, sexual harassment, and all that. We teach in the United States, and these are very stringent laws. Mm. Even a teacher, if you don't handle a child a certain way, and you touch a child inappropriately, you could not only lose your job, you may end up uh, going to jail okay. and having on your record for life. You'll not be able to practice, practice your profession your again. Profession again. So one of the good things that can come out of a document like this is to create a society where sexual boundaries are observed and our children are not also treated as objects. They don't become victims. Because yeah. let's face it, in some of our churches, yeah, they yeah. take advantage <laughs> of the vulnerable. This but kind of thing can stop that. Yeah. So I would like to see us have robust us conversation on this mm. but when we finish i would like us to have introspective discussion about as a church what are we doing wrong too mm. that we need to clean our house to have the credibility to be had wow this was, this is very very deep time is gone i wish i wanted I could to ask something quickly I, I, I wanted to ask just, you to just pray. a second no i won't pray i'll say something rather <laughs> i wanted to add a quick one gone. that we've traditionally taught kids. Mm. Kids have been taught about what to do when somebody does something to you or touch to you or say yes, something. Yes. We do that all the time. There is something fresh they're introducing that mm. people don't want. But I think it would be good to have a broader conversation because more seriously, we have had young daughters now, when they are pregnant, they're taking medication so that kids come out fairer. Mm. Now that that you talk seriously, that's serious, impact, serious impact, Yeah, so there are a lot so, of we'll serious talk things. More, Thank you very much, Reverend oh, for coming. Thanks for having yeah. me. It's, it's, yeah, a, it's an honor. Okay, so we'll we'll just ask you to say a word of prayer for sure. not just our nation, for parents, for, in fact, for the world. Sure, Father, I thank you for this opportunity we've had to have this conversation. Uh, I think that you have made us the way we have, the way we are. Uh, Lord, I, I pray for Ghana as a nation that you would continue to move within its church and its people, that folks would uh, come to know Jesus and not only know him, but follow him passionately. Lord, I pray for parents that uh, you would give them wisdom. Lord, may they wear their faith well so that their kids will see and, uh, and grow to honor you. 
And Lord, I, I pray for our world that, um, Lord, you would be at work as you promised that you are. I thank you for the promise that you are with us always. So, Lord, regardless of the boundaries of our nations, uh, Lord, I pray that you would use us all who follow you as the body of Christ, that we might be a living and vibrant witness for you. Um, and uh, we are grateful uh, for that call in our lives. So, Lord, I pray your blessings on all these listeners this week. And uh, we're grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Reverend Bob Whitted. Professor Dan Darko and uh, Reverend Sefas Amate, uh, the studio uh, technical assistance had come, has come from um, Desmond Nyako and my producer, ever uh, available, Reverend Mauli Chikata. I'm Fred McDavis. Do have a wonderful time. As we leave here, the Writer's Project will come later on. Jojo Bediako, the adjutant, will be coming your way with Rivers. I mean, um, Beauty for Ashes. Do have a wonderful time. 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 Do have a